Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's cracking, Chiefs Kingdom? What is going on? Welcome in. It is a beautiful Red Friday heading into week five. We've got the Chiefs favored in Minnesota against the Vikings, and I am fired up. This is the Arrowhead Attic Betting Show. I am Joe Summers. Thank you for being here. I want to thank Joanne Woodcock for filling in for Sean and producing this bad boy behind the screens today. We've got a lot to get to. I'll be the first to admit, last week was pretty disappointing. We came away with the win, but Kelsey props didn't hit. Mahomes props didn't hit outside of rushing yards. The Chiefs obviously didn't cover despite jumping out to a 17-0 lead. But this, the Minnesota Vikings, are the perfect team to get right against. Kirk Cousins, we, we all know and love him from Netflix's quarterback fame. He's been struggling this season. The secondary is a mess over in Minnesota, and I'm confident the Chiefs get back on track offensively this week. So we're going to go through my best bets for the game, a sneaky way to back the Chiefs that's been undefeated so far this season. Look at my favorite player props in the game. Hopefully do a little bit better than last week. And then we'll look at my summer sweats favorite bets around the league that have been crushing it this season. And finally, we'll conclude with a four-player prop parlay over plus 1,000 odds at DraftKings. We've come really close the last couple weeks after hitting one in week two. So I'm ready ready to fire it off. So let's start things off here with Chiefs and Vikings, obviously. So the Chiefs are three and a half point favorites over Minnesota. We open the week around five point favorites. So there's been money coming in on the Vikings. The total is set at 52 and a half. So oddsmakers expect a high scoring back and forth game. Now, there, you're going to see a lot of information about how the Chiefs are bad at covering as favorites over three points on the road. We didn't cover in New York last week despite the 17-0 lead, and that's likely why some of the money has been coming in on Minnesota. But that being said, there are a lot of warning signs from this Vikings team that makes the Chiefs a good bet in two ways. First, I'll be betting them to win the game at three and a half odds. I'll be betting him against the spread. But second, and my favorite way to back the Chiefs, the sneaky way, is to go to the first half spread so the Chiefs are listed at two minus two and a half in the first half and that's my favorite way to attack the game Minnesota is historically really really slow starters they are 0-4 against the spread in the first half so far this season the Chiefs after failing to cover against the Lions in week one we've gone three straight weeks of covering in the first half you'll remember we scored uh, the late field goal last week to go ahead and get us over the cover in the first half as well I think that we're going to come out firing. 
So consider that that not only is Patrick Mahomes going to be upset because of the way that last week went, but the, the Vikings represent a perfect opportunity and a perfect defense for him to attack. They're giving up 7.5 yards per play at home. The Chiefs, for comparison, are only allowing 5.5 yards per, per play. The Vikings defense has been getting torched by receivers all season. Devonta Smith had 131 yards and a touchdown. Keenan Allen, 18 catches, 215 yards. Justin Herbert threw for 405 yards and three touchdowns. Even the corpse of Adam Thielen had seven catches for 76 yards. So this is a defense that can be attacked and is attacked consistently. And I think that we're going to be able to beat them through the air in this game, particularly early. The Vikings play defense in a way that is tailor-made for Patrick Mahomes to attack. They are the only team in the NFL with a blitz rate over 50%. They blitz 57% of the time. And Patrick Mahomes devours blitzes for breakfast. Look, in 20 career games where he's been blitzed more than 10 times, he's passed for at least 284 yards 18 times. That's a 90% clip. So he, he destroys blitzes. The Vikings blitz a ton. And the Vikings have a significant problem on offense that is the perfect foil to the Chiefs' improved defense. The Vikings cannot hold on to the football. They have a negative eight turnover differential on the season with four interceptions from Kirk Cousins, three of which came in the red zone, including a pick six that was 99 yards last week. And they've given up seven fumbles. They are struggling to protect the football. And the Chiefs, for all our our years uh, of doing the exact same thing, struggling to, to protect the football, not creating turnovers, we're only a minus three turnover differential so that represents an excellent way for us to get some extra points because the vikings are terrible and we've got trip mcduffie forcing fumbles all over the place chris jones or carl loftus could get in there for a strip sack there's a lot of ways that we could create a turnover early and then capitalize on the terrible secondary so i love backing the chiefs in the first half but there's a lot of recent history and trends that suggest that the Chiefs are a good bet in this spot for the full game as well. So the Chiefs, yes, we know we don't cover the spread that well on the road when we're favorites of over three points, but the Vikings don't cover the spread ever either. They're two, six, and one against the spread in their last nine games in large part due to that poor secondary and their turnover issues. They're also just one seven and one against the spread as underdogs in their last nine when when they're underdogs. One seven and one against the spread. They failed to cover by over 14 points per game in those losses, and their defense just got shredded every single time. They gave up 34 points to the Eagles, 41 to the Packers. 40 to Dallas, 30 to Buffalo, 37 to Green Bay, 30 to Los Angeles, and then 34 to the 49ers. If you are favored against the Vikings, recent history suggests that you're going to score over 30 points, which is a perfect scenario for the Chiefs to get right after what, frankly, was a pretty disappointing performance last week. So I think that we're going to come out early. I think that we're going to come out firing. And I love taking us in the first half, minus two and a half. But I'll also be playing the minus three and a half for the full game. And and I'm not going to lie. There are reasons to be concerned about the Chiefs, particularly offensively. Look, Mahomes looks frustrated. He's forcing some throws. He didn't look very good last week. The Vikings have Justin Jefferson, an all-world superstar. Jordan Addison looks good for him. Kirk Cousins has flashes. So, like, there are concerns but I think the Vikings are the perfect team to assuage all of our problems to this point 
So the Chiefs have played three good defenses in Jacksonville, Detroit, and the Jets last week. The one bad defense we played, the Bears, we destroyed them. Now we get to play another bad defense. So expect the Chiefs to come out hot early. Expect us to lean on Isaiah Pacheco, who we'll talk about in a minute, because he's having a monster year and the Vikings can't tackle. And expect one of these receivers to at least have the opportunity to step up in a big way. The Vikings always give up a lot of points, a lot of yards to wide receivers. So this is the game that one of our receivers can take a step forward and say, hey, no, I'm actually the guy. My fingers are crossed it's going to be Rasheed Rice. I'm expecting better involvement from Kelsey as well. But I think that when we sit here next week, we'll, we'll be we'll be remembering a, a, a we'll be remembering a nice offensive performance more similar to the Bears' uh, dominance than the New York Jets' debacle. So we've got two bets locked in for uh, for this, and it's interesting. I, I want to call this out in the chat real quick. I'm seeing from Bumpa uh, BB that he's smashing the under on Kelsey props the rest of the season, saying he's looking his age, and I. I'm not going to bet on Travis Kelsey this week. I think that his odds are a little bit too high based on what we've seen from him. But I don't want to just say that he is automatically over the hill and we should only bet his unders. Dealing with the knee injury was a legitimate issue. Obviously, his life has taken some turns the last few weeks, and he's in this greater heightened spotlight now. So I think that Kelsey's just kind of going through a little bit of a rough patch, and he's going to have a big game sooner than later. But until I see him do it, and until I know for sure that his knee isn't impacting his movement and, and his agility, then I'm going to stay away for a couple weeks, uh, at least, especially when we have a matchup like this one that's tailor-made for the Chiefs to attack in other ways, like through our receivers with deep passes, MVS could have a big game, through Pacheco on the ground, and things like that. At Kelsey's current odds, I, I, I don't want to take him, but moving forward, I'm still very optimistic that he's still the guy, even if not the very high peak of his powers but if you want to play some of these bets this week there's a lot of really good odds out there across the board and you have a perfect opportunity to guarantee that you are a winner thanks to a new offer from DraftKings Sportsbook new users can place a five dollar first bet to instantly claim 200 in bonus bets you'll also be rewarded with a separate no sweat same game parlay every single day when you opt in all you have to do is sign up for DraftKings with our promo code Arrowhead. Using our code Arrowhead not only gets you these great bonuses, but it also directly supports the podcast. If you've considered signing up for DraftKings, just make sure to use that code Arrowhead to maximize your first bets and your parlays. This offer is only available to new users who are 21 and over and physically present in legal gambling states. Please remember to always gamble responsibly and check the episode description for full terms of the offer to see if you qualify. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So hey, even if I'm an idiot, even if I'm wrong and the, and the Vikings win or the Chiefs don't cover, then you'll still have uh, $200 in bonus bets from DraftKings. So uh, I would highly recommend taking advantage of some of these offers. 
So we're taking the Chiefs in the first half in the full game, but there are a few player props that I want to target as well. So player props didn't do well for me last week. I, I targeted Kelsey. He fell one catch and 10 yards shy. I didn't get in the end zone. Uh, Patrick Mahomes obviously didn't hit his touchdowns or yards, but he did hit his rushing prop. But Patrick Mahomes is now 4-0 and on the overs for his rushing props on the season. He's second in the NFL amongst all quarterbacks in rushing yards behind only Lamar Jackson. So Patrick Mahomes' rushing props, especially until he has confidence in our receivers, I think you're going to continue to be a way that we can attack these games. So the first player prop I'm going to take focused on Mahomes is over 23 and a half rushing yards. Now, this is the highest it's been all season, but – He's still cleared his rushing prop in every single game. He's averaging nearly six carries for over 38 yards per game on 6.7 yards per attempt. And the Vikings are allowing the fourth most quarterback rushing attempts in the league. It's a little bit of a fickle stat, but basically what it means is that their defense, Brian Flores' scheme, typically sets itself up in a way that allows the quarterback to escape if he wants to. Uh, We saw last week when... Uh, excuse me, when the Jets switched to a more man coverage heavy scheme, they started out zone early, then switched to man coverage. That's when Patrick Mahomes can really take off and run. Well, Brian Flores, historically over the last uh, four recorded years of him being a defensive coordinator, he runs man coverage at one of the highest rates in the league. So Mahomes is going to have his opportunities to scramble and run around. And especially if it turns into the high scoring game that odds makers expect it to, And given that Mahomes doesn't really trust his receivers yet, I do think he's going to be running around and scrambling to get yards. We heard his interviews this week, how he was talking about all he wants is to have a defense put a spy on him so that he can earn that respect. So I think that he's making a real conscious effort to run the ball more this year. And oddsmakers haven't fully adjusted. So I am taking Mahomes over 23 and a half rushing yards, hoping he improves to 5-0 and on this prop. But it's not the only Patrick Mahomes prop that I'm going to take. I know that he only threw for just over 200 yards last week, but I don't care. I'm taking the over 285 and a half passing yards at FanDuel. This is important. DraftKings and Caesars both have his prop at 292-ish, 291.5, 292 and a half, but rather has it at 285 and a half. So you've got to remember to shop these lines to make sure that you're getting the best value on these props, particularly in the player prop market. That's where you see a lot of discrepancies. So over 285 and a half passing yards. I mentioned earlier how the Vikings blitz dramatically more than any other team in the league. And Patrick Mahomes happens to be maybe the best quarterback against the Blitz in the history of mankind. So, sets up well for a big game for Mahomes. A lot of quick passes, uh, especially if we see a healthy Tony out there zigging and zagging. I think Sky Moore is going to get some looks. Kelsey, of course, over the middle. And and I really think that this is going to be the game that Andy Reid lets Mahomes throw the ball deep and attack because the Vikings are horrible in the secondary. Justin Herbert had 405 passing yards. They let Keenan Allen catch 18 passes for 216 yards. This is not a good defense. And given their turnover problems and Kirk Cousins' uh, gunslinger mentality, he's throwing deep to Justin Jefferson or he's throwing a pick, basically. That is going to create more possessions in the game, which is going to allow Patrick Mahomes to have more pass attempts as well. All good signs for an over, as opposed to last week, which, you know, hindsight's 2020, but the Jets, really good defensive team. They want to run the ball, sets itself up for a slower paced game. So it's harder to hit your overs. I should have thought about that. I should have considered it. 
I'll think about it moving forward. That's on me. But we we know that the game script here is likely going to involve a lot of plays. So I think that Mahomes is going to have every opportunity to get over 300 yards even. And, I mean, he knows he wasn't very good last week. We're going to get an angry Mahomes. And he's going to remind everyone that he should be the MVP favorite and not Josh Allen. So those are the two Mahomes props that I'm taking this week. But there are two other Chiefs players that I want to target as well. The first is probably our offensive MVP to this point of the year, Isaiah Pacheco. We're going over 56 and a half rushing yards. The Vikings are giving up an average of over 100 rushing yards per game. Again, this is a bad defense. And Pacheco is clearly taking a step forward. Last week was the best game of his career. Over 150 all-purpose yards. Looked dynamic. And I don't think that the Vikings are going to be able to stop it. So look. The Vikings have the seventh most missed tackles of any defense, the seventh most missed tackles. Pacheco ranks second in yards after contact per rush, third in avoided tackle rate, fourth in explosive rush rate amongst all running backs. Basically, Pacheco's really good at breaking tackles, and the Vikings are really bad at making tackles. Peanut butter and jelly. So Isaiah Pacheco, over 56 and a half rushing yards. He's cleared this number in three consecutive games, averaging over 82 rushing yards per game in this stretch. And I don't mind him for a touchdown prop as well, though his odds are sitting around plus 115. So that won't be an official show bet. But if you want to go bet Isaiah Pacheco to score a touchdown, I'm not going to tell you differently. The, the Vikings defense, maybe this is the point that best illustrates that Pacheco could be in for a monster day. Consider the last really, really good offense that the Vikings played. It was the Eagles. They rushed for 259 yards. DeAndre Swift had 175. Obviously, the Chiefs aren't as good of a rushing team as the Eagles, but the blueprint, the path for another 100-plus yard day for Pacheco is right in front of our faces. So I'm taking the over on him, and I really think that the, the Andy Reid is going to continue to lean on him in those key moments because the energy and the enthusiasm that he brings to the offense is infectious. The final player that I'm going to target for the Chiefs is a surprising one, honestly. I think Rasheed Rice's breakout is coming. I am taking Rasheed Rice over 32 and a half receiving yards, also at FanDuel. They don't have his, his props for at Caesars, DraftKings, or BetMGM, but Rasheed Rice over 32 and a half yards at FanDuel. There are a lot of pieces of evidence indicating that Rasheed Rice is closer than we think to being that number one wide receiver in the offense behind Kelsey in the target chair, of course. So Rasheed Rice, his advanced numbers, albeit in a small sample size, are off the charts. He's been targeted on 32% of his routes. That's a higher number than players like Tyreek Hill or, or DJ Moore, like players that uh, we recognize as top receivers. Rasheed Rice is earning more targets when he's on the field than those guys. He's got at least five targets in three of his last four games. And when he's on the field this season, he's responsible for 48% of the receiving yards. So when he's on the field, Half the time, basically, he is he is getting the yards if somebody is making a play. So the Chiefs have been very, very pointed and very, very purposeful about getting him involved early and often. Those intermediate crossing routes that he runs, that he can go break at tackles. He's been really involved in the red zone. He has six red zone targets, easily leading the Chiefs, more than Travis Kelsey even. 
So Rasheed Rice is, is a guy that we're looking to early. He's a guy we're looking to in the end zone. He only has one touchdown, but six targets to lead the team indicates that they trust him in those high leverage situations. The Vikings, we've talked about how bad their secondary is. They're giving up the seventh most catches and the fourth most yards to receivers per game. If anyone's going to step up, my belief is it's going to be Rasheed Rice because we've involved him so heavily early on. Sky Moore clearly hasn't really worked out. MVS, kind of a one-trick pony. Justin Watson, also kind of a one-trick pony, maybe no-trick pony. Uh, Kadarius Toney, he seems like a souped-up McCole Hardman so far this year. So Rasheed Rice is the one that can really step into that Juju Smith-Schuster role. And he's only through four games, only 20 yards off of what Juju's receiving yard total was last year. So I don't think that we're going to have too much longer of Rasheed Rice props sitting in the 32-yard range. So I want to take advantage of it, especially against a defense that we know Mahomes is going to be looking to attack and get aggressive with. So the three Chiefs player props are going with. Or the three Chiefs players were targeting, rather. Patrick Mahomes over and Rasheed Rice over 32 and a half receiving yards. This is this is the game. This could be the breakout game for Rasheed Rice. And taking that over helps pair as well with the Patrick Mahomes over. So I think that we're sitting pretty for, for those. And uh, you know the the there are not only ways that we can address betting on on the Chiefs and across the league, but being able to identify these moments before a breakout happens for a young player can be extremely profitable. So hopefully Rice continues to get his high percentage of targets and we don't throw up a goose egg, but I, I'm optimistic. And I'm also optimistic about all the great stuff that we've got going on over here at Arrowhead Addict. And I want to make sure that you know how to become a member of our Arrowhead Addict family. Members get special access to emojis and exclusive loyalty badges that you can use during our live YouTube streams like this one, as well as an invite to our private Discord where you can hang out with our Airhead Addict hosts, talk Chiefs football, movies, beer, music, whatever you want. Members also get invites to private events like our monthly virtual happy hour. It's always a great time. We've got a fantasy football league, always doing stuff to, to interact with you and keep you engaged. So it's a blast. Check out the link for joining in the description of wherever you get this podcast. And we truly, truly appreciate your support. So we've gone through the Chiefs Vikings. We know who we're targeting. We know how we're betting the Chiefs that first half, the full game with some Mahomes, Pacheco and Rice sprinkled in. And now we've got to take a look around the league and ensure we make some money. I've been not that profitable on the Chiefs, but around the league, we're tearing up. This week's Summer's Sweats. We are up to eight and four on the season. Last week, we cashed on both the Ravens as underdogs and the Texans as underdogs. Those were no sweat dominant money line victories. Then I fell for the Dolphins trap and they got smoked by the Bills. So you live and you learn. We'll, we'll take a 2-1 week. This week I've got three games that I'm a huge, huge fan of. So the summer sweats. What are we sweating on this week? The first game is going to be the Jaguars plus five and a half against the Bills. This is just too big of a line. It, the Bills looked amazing last week. They looked great against Washington the week before. Jacksonville looks a little bit shaky. But five and a half points is an overreaction. I felt like the Dolphins played plus three was was an overreaction of a line, and, and this certainly is. Jacksonville is still a really good team, and they'll be the best defense that Buffalo has faced so far this season. They're in London, don't forget, where Jacksonville has already played 10 times, so they're familiar with this, much more familiar with the travel than Buffalo is. 
And the Jags have historically been really good in the spot under Trevor Lawrence and Doug Peterson. They've outright won three of their last four games as underdogs, the only loss coming to the Chiefs. And they even beat the same Bills team in November of 2021. Same quarterbacks, Josh Allen versus Trevor Lawrence and the, the Jags' young defense, their own Josh Allen on the defensive line. Pretty much the same teams except for some of the additions that Jacksonville has made over the last couple of years and then the defensive losses that the Bills have. Jacksonville won that game nine to six. Josh Allen had a just over 58% completion percentage. He turned the ball over three times. He struggled against this good defense that knows him well. So I think that five and a half is way too big. I would put this line closer to like Jaguars plus three. So I think we're getting a solid two and a half points of value. So I will take the Jags plus five and a half. And it would not shock me at all if Jacksonville won this game while forcing a bunch of turnovers from Josh Allen. So we're trusting Jacksonville. And then second, man, the story of the year to this point, in my opinion, is these fighting Houston Texans. Give me the Texans plus one and a half against the Atlanta Falcons this week in Atlanta. C.J. Stroud has got the goods. This kid can play. He's had over 300 yards every single week of his career to this point. And some of the touch passes that he is making to Nico Collins, to Tank Dell, the kid gets it. He is a legitimate good quarterback. I think by the end of the season, we might even be talking about Stroud as a top eight guy in the league. He looks that good this early. And new offensive coordinator Bobby Slowick coming over from the 49ers in the Shanahan scheme. He is dialing up some excellent schemes and excellent plays to let Stroud make the throws that he's most comfortable with. Nico Collins, an ascending star at receiver. Tank Dell looks like a hit as a rookie. You've got the veteran Robert Woods. Like This is an offense that's got some decent weapons when deployed correctly, and they're deploying them correctly. Texans beat the Steelers 30 to 6 as three-point underdogs last week or two weeks ago. They last week, yes, 30 to 6 last week. Two weeks ago, they beat the Jags 37 to 7 as seven and a half point underdogs. They covered both of those games by 27 points. Like this is a good team that the market hasn't adjusted to yet. So just like I said with Rasheed Rice. We want to get in on these ascending players, these ascending teams, before the rest of the world catches on. The Texans are an ascending team. This could be a playoff team as soon as this season. They're 6-2 and two against the spread in their last eight games as underdogs, whereas the Falcons have failed to cover each of the last three weeks. Desmond Ritter looks awful. They have 13 total points in their last two games whereas the Texans have at least 30 in each of the last two games. This is a boat race. The wrong team is favored. I love the Texans in this spot to pick up a third consecutive victory. The final summer sweat for this week, we are going with I, – I, this one doesn't make any sense to me, and, and I'm going to just be up front with you right now. This might be the trap line of all trap lines. How are the Green Bay Packers underdogs to the Vegas Raiders? Josh McDaniel is a disaster as a head coach. It looks like Jimmy G's going to play, but he's not fully healthy. And Green Bay has been good. Jordan Love mostly looks the part. Matt LaFleur is an excellent coach. They've got a dynamic backfield, dynamic receivers. So Green Bay Packers plus one on Monday night football against the Raiders is going to be my final summer sweat. And to me, this one's really simple. I'll take Jordan Love and Matt LaFleur over Jimmy G or Aiden O'Connell and Josh McDaniels, who has been a train wreck as a coach. 
The Packers are 7-2 and two against the spread in their last nine games as underdogs and also 7-2 and two against the spread in their last nine games, period. Matt LaFleur always gets his team ready to play. He's an inventive, creative play caller. And the defense, led by Jair Alexander, has played pretty well. They've got some issues on the offensive line, yes, but Matt LaFleur knows that. And I expect him to utilize quick passes to Romeo Dobbs, Christian Watson, and Aaron Jones to help mitigate that problem. And if all of that wasn't enough, Look at the other side. The Raiders are terrible. They failed to cover the spread in three straight games. In their last 20 games as a favorite, the Raiders are 5-15 and 15 against the spread. When the Raiders are favored, you bet against them. In their last seven games as a favorite, they've won twice. They're 2-5 and five outright as a favorite in that stretch. So I will jump all over the Packers plus one. I think both with this game and with the Texans Falcons game that the wrong team is favored. So that's our summer sweats of the week. Packers, Texans, Jaguars, another three underdogs hope to improve to 11 and four by this time next week. And if you want to parlay those all together, they're all underdogs. So you'll probably get some, some pretty tasty odds there. So well, since you're going to have all this extra money, since you faded Josh McDaniels, what better place to spend it than at the Arrowhead Attic merch store? Look, if you want to get swagged out, we have got the perfect spot for you. The Arrowhead Attic merch store is live, and you can visit right now by clicking the link in the description or wherever you get this podcast. We've got everything from shirts, hoodies, sandals, pint glasses, flags, decorations, all kinds of awesome stuff. Uh, so rep the podcast. We'd really appreciate it. And save a bit of money while you're at it, and you can get some sweet new gear to deck out for future Red Friday. So check that out uh, as, you're, as you're trying to think about how to spend all your winnings from hopefully a, a wonderful, wonderful, profitable week. So the last thing that we're going to get to, a staple of this, we do it every week, we, we hit in week two, is our four-player player prop parlay, a survey around the league. Last week, we only went one and three on the four picks. So that was the first time I didn't hit at least three. So this means it's it, we're due for a bounce back. And I've even got, uh, mentioned it last week, this was given to me, but this is Pat the Peacock, named after Mahomes. It's bringing us good luck on the player prop parlay. The player prop parlay inspired by Pat the Peacock. Say that four times fast. So we've got four players that we're targeting. This is plus 1,056 odds over at uh, DraftKings. So a $100 bet would win you 1,056. $10 bet, 156 cents, and so forth. The first player I'm targeting is Zay Flowers of the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens take on the Steelers this week who have been atrocious against wide receivers. They've given up the sixth most yards per game to wideouts. Nico Collins, Devontae Adams, and Amari Cooper all had massive games against this secondary. And Zay Flowers has clearly taken over as the Ravens wide receiver one. He leads the team, uh, leads the receivers rather, in targets, yards, touchdowns. He's cleared this 45 and a half yard number every game of the season averaging at least 61 per game and he's a rookie so you can expect his comfort and his involvement in the offense to grow throughout the course of the season with his high target share with the uh, way that offensive coordinator Todd Monken is drawing plays up for him and with how bad this Steelers secondary has been I am all over Zay Flowers this week I think his prop should be in the 50s so 45 and a half slam dunk second we'll look at DeAndre Hopkins also over 49 and a half receiving yards this time, though. So he's got a juicy matchup, too. The, the Colts might be the only team with the worst secondary to this point than the Steelers. They're giving up, on average, 23 catches for 292 yards and two touchdowns per game to wide receivers. 
DeAndre Hopkins is the number one for the Titans. And so he's going to get all those targets. He's averaging 12 yards per catch on the season. So we essentially need four or five catches against the worst secondary in the NFL. He's averaging almost eight targets per game. So as long as he doesn't drop every pass, which it's Hopkins, he doesn't usually do that, then we should be in good shape to clear this. The Colts just got torched by Puka Nakua, Nico Collins again. They got torched by Calvin Ridley, who hasn't been that great otherwise. So this is a tailor-made matchup and perfect for Hopkins to, to really put an exclamation point in his tenure with the Titans. So the third player, we're going to go to running back now. We're going to look at Brees Hall, we just saw him last week break off that really nice run that Brian Cook saved the touchdown on, and I think he's in store for a monster game this week. So we're going Brees Hall over 59 and a half rushing yards. Broncos are giving up over 165 rushing yards per game. Brian Robinson, Devon A-Chain, Raheem Mostert, Khalil Herbert, Her- Khalil Herbert, all had monster games against the Broncos. 165 rushing yards a game is ridiculous. The coaches said this week that Brees Hall is not on a snap count anymore. He's averaging 6.6 yards per carry. So I think we're going to see a healthy dose of Brees Hall to keep the pressure off of Zach Wilson, let him stay confident, and I love his over. I think he could be in store for a 100-plus yard day as well. And then last but not least, you've heard his name a couple times, a truly beloved member of our weekly player prop parlay. It's Nico Collins. Nico Collins over 58 and a half receiving yards is how we're rounding this bad boy out. The third year Texans receiver looks like a star. The clear 1A target for C.J. Stroud, averaging 107 yards per game so far this season. He had 168 yards last week, 146 in week two, at least nine targets in three of his four games. And the Falcons have a strong defense, I'll, I'll grant him that. But they still gave up 88 yards to Christian Kirk last week. Over 100 to Amon Ross St. Brown of the Lions the week before that. So they can be beat. And Nico Collins is as good of a bet as anyone in the league to to get over 100 yards each week as the clear number one target in a high-octane, talented offense with C.J. Stroud. So that's the four. Zay Flowers, DeAndre Hopkins, Brees Hall, and Nico Collins. All overs gives us plus 1,056 odds let's rock and roll i'm ready to win a second one of the season and i'm feeling great about all the bets that we've got placed for this week so don't forget to check out that DraftKings promo if you're betting this player prop parlay or a different one i did it at DraftKings, but you can look around chiefs in the first half minus two and a half minus three and a half for the full game we're going mahomes over in passing yards and over in rushing yards hopefully to hit for the fifth consecutive game we're going Rasheed Rice over in receiving yards. Maybe even anytime touchdown sprinkle if you're so inclined. We're looking at Isaiah Pacheco to have a big game as well. And then across the league, I like the Texans, I like the Packers, and I like the Jaguars. Hopefully we can improve to 11-4 and four there. And then finally, our player prop parlay, you've got Zay Flowers, DeAndre Hopkins, Brees Hall, and Nico Collins. I am feeling pretty good about this this week, and I think the good luck charm, Pat the Peacock, is going to help us deliver some dollars to our bank account. So I really appreciate you being here. I'm excited for the game this week against the Vikings. Hopefully the offense gets back on track, led by Pacheco, Rice, and Mahomes. Fingers crossed. But thank you so much for joining us. Fired up for the game this weekend. I want to thank again Joanne Woodcock for producing this behind the screens. Happy Red Friday, everybody. We will see you next week. I'll be on Thursday, actually. We play on Thursday, so I'm going to be on the pregame next week to preview the bets. No show next Friday, but I will be on the pregame on Thursday celebrating the victories that we're about to have. So thank you again, and as always, go Chiefs.
everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.